Hi, I'm Dr. Matea Polisoto. I'm a naturopathic doctor in the Los Angeles area. And in this video, I want to talk to you about 12 ways you can have more energy. And I want to talk about this because we all have a challenge of how to stay energized in a busy culture. Most people I know are working really long hours or they're under stress and having enough energy to keep up is an issue for most people. I, the challenge I'm facing a lot is I'm working in Hollywood, so I'm in the entertainment industry. I support a lot of artists and athletes as well. And they love to give vitamin drips. It's really popular in Los Angeles because they energize and hydrate and make you look good. So I'm backstage in the Grammys um, and the award shows in back TV sets, film sets, and sometimes recording studios. And often we're working all night long. Sometimes we work crazy hours, what it takes to get a piece of art put out. But even if you're not working crazy hours, a lot of regular people that I see say they come home after a day of, after an eight hour day and they're exhausted. Instead of going out and playing with the kids or hiking or, or doing something with their spouse, they're on the couch and they're watching TV. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling when you don't have enough energy to do the things that you love to do. So there's a lot of tools that I have. As a naturopathic doctor, our, our expertise is in nutrition and lifestyle counseling. At least that's the focus of my practice, is what are the natural things you can do? Because most of the tools people reach for when you're low in energy are unhealthy. They're coffee, caffeine, some type of caffeine, sugar, or an energy drink. And all of those, that's your three options usually, and all those are really acidic and inflammatory and they're addictive. It takes more and more if you become reliant upon them. So I wanna help people find more natural ways to have energy that are good for you. Um, because you can't always control the amount of stress you're under or the amount of hours that you're working, but you can control what, how you treat your body, what you eat, what you drink, and the therapies and things that you do to support yourself. So the first thing that I do for people is I wanna do an assessment. A naturopathic assessment is different than a regular conventional doctor. When you go to the doctor, I run all the conventional tests that, that we normally run, cholesterol and kidney function, all those things. We're looking for disease and we're looking at symptoms. Most people wait until something's really yelling at them from their body, something. They're like how I used to be with my car. In college, I had an old junker car and it would make noise and I would ignore it until it got so loud and I'd bring it to the mechanic and not have any clue what he's gonna do, but just hope he fixes it. Well, a lot of people are the same way with their body. They don't really know how the body works inside. We ignore it until it becomes really, some problem occurs and then we try to Go to a doctor and hope he just fixes it. That's kind of like a disease management model. I want to talk about health creation. So the assessment that I do, it's both two things, quantitative and qualitative. We have a concept I said called the vital force, which is your, your vitality, your energy. In, kidney, in Chinese medicine, we call it the kidney jing is like the foundation of your energy. This goes back to your mother and her nutrition when you were in the womb. How she ate and took care of herself gave you your foundational energy in life. If she ate a really junk food diet, you set the stage to have a weaker immune system and weaker body. And then how you were fed during your childhood determined that as well. The nutrition that I see with kids is really unbelievable what kids eat. Then when you're an adult, you either nourish and strengthen and support your body or most people can neglect and abuse it. We're all in pursuit of something. A lot of people are just so focused on their career and the pursuit of success in that way or money that their health is in the back, is in the back burner. So we want to be focused on how we can build health and vitality. It's something you can actually strengthen. So the first test is called the ASI or the adrenal stress test. It's a simple saliva test that you do at home. It costs $150. And you check your saliva four times in one day. And this measures the amount of cortisol that's your adrenal glands release. So this tells me a quantitative number of how tired you are. And it dictates how, what kind of protocol I design for people. There's four stages of, or five stages of adrenal, phases of adrenal exhaustion. And where you are in that continuum helps me decide. And initially when people are under stress, they may be putting out too much cortisol. And we have to try to lower that because that causes weight gain and different problems. The more, the longer you're under stress, the more stress you're under, 
the lower it can be and you're depleted and the adrenal glands are weak and we need to strengthen them. So having a number and having a baseline is helpful because then also whatever treatment protocol or strategy you go on, you can measure it and see that it's effective. It's a very, very helpful and useful test. A lot of people don't know about it. It's not really done in conventional medicine. Um, the, the second one I do is called the Nutrival test. This checks nutrient levels. Again, conventional tests don't look at nutrient levels. And the couple that it does check, like magnesium, are not effective unless it's a special red blood cell magnesium. This test is 22 pages long. It looks at so many things. It looks at 22 different vitamins and antioxidants, all the B vitamins, amino acids, and essential fatty acids. Essential fatty acids help you have beautiful skin. And amino acids, like some people, are, it's popular to become vegan now, but their amino acids are too low and they won't build uh, enough uh, muscle in the body. They don't have enough protein. Those are all the things that we can check in this test. This is a blood draw that you do. And then when I look at conventional tests, I always taught some interesting things that are kind of not typically thought of. The first thing I look at when I want to assess your energy level is your sodium and your blood cell count. If your sodium, serum sodium, is below 140, you're going to be fatigued. That's like the first thing I think of is this person's tired. They're not getting enough sea salt, minerals, trace minerals in their diet. And just by doing that, we're going to increase your energy level. The other thing is the red blood cell count is the building block of the body and if you're if that's low it means it tells me a lot about your diet but it means you're going to be cellular on a cellular level weak i treat a lot of people who lift weights or they're professional athletes so they have muscle mass but when i look at the blood it's actually weak on the inside on the cellular level one thing i also do is i um poke the finger and we look at it on a microscope slide we just let the drop of blood dry and it should be this deep red beautiful color and many times it's pale which means the body's not eating enough greens and it's going to be weak and it's leading toward anemia you can have um, the signs and symptoms of anemia before the actual blood test shows it on your on your serum blood test so this is what I do quantitatively and again this is something that everyone should do everyone should do it and it's easy to do now on a qualitative level as a naturopath, we take a history and physical. We spend more time and talk to people because I want to know what you've done to your body in your life, how hard you've worked and worked your body, and what you also expect of your body. I think of, I want you to think of your body as having a health bank account like you have a financial bank account. If you, you want to think of building health as the same as building wealth. If you wanted to build wealth and, and save for retirement, you, what do you do? You meet with a financial advisor and he wants, will assess where you're currently at, what debt you have, what you have in your bank account. He'll ask you what type of lifestyle you'd like and then tells you, here's what you need to put away in order to have a retirement. So the same thing with health, we should be doing the same thing. When I look at a person, the first thing I want to assess is their vitality. So I'm looking differently. I want to look at how much energy is emanating from a person when they walk into the room. How much light is radiating from their face and their eyes? How white is the, the white part of your eyes? How thick and moist is the hair? Is it dry? Is it brittle? Is it thin? I look at the nails. We look at if they're cracking, if they're dry and brittle. And also the quality of the skin. Is the skin radiant? Is it moist? Is it dry? And is it thin? This is really dictated by your diet and I want to assess that type of vitality. There's a lot of information I gather just from looking and examining the person and listening to their history. So my initial visit, I might take one to two hours to really take in a whole person's life to really strategically design a nutrition and lifestyle plan for that person. Where our goal is to prevent you from having burnout and for you to have abundant energy. It really is possible to have boundless energy. I know because my teachers did. I grew up with Dr. Doris Rapp. She was a New York Times bestselling author and a real pioneer in medicine. And I worked for her during college. And at 8 a.m., she would just be on fire. She had boundless energy, was never tired. I was 21, and I was, or I actually started when I was 16. So I was very athletic. I was a dancer and an aerobics instructor. And she just was had more energy than I did. I felt like, oh my God, this one's putting me to shame. I want to know what she's doing. So I got to study with her and a lot of doctors around the world and learn what are the the, the key things people do to be cutting edge, to be in the best health possible. So a good assessment sets the stage and gives you a roadmap. And we want to ask yourself, what is my vital force? So 
I had an actress come to me and it was like, I'm doing a film shoot in three days. What can I do to look really radiant, beautiful on screen? The first thing I tell people if you're tired or whatever's going on is you need to increase the chlorophyll in your diet. Now that may sound like, what does that mean? Or that's weird. But I, I learned this from looking at blood under the microscope and I have a background about chemistry when one of my teachers showed me the molecular structure of chlorophyll and hemoglobin and we're going to show that picture that it, it's identical and something just clicked in my mind because I've studied a lot of different diets. I started with the Pritkin diet in 1979 and then it's been zone, a blood type, macrobiotics, raw food, uh, all my job was to do dietary counseling for doctors and then now I've been in solo practice for 10 years and so 30 years I've been doing diets but when I saw that picture it clicked to me that this is the most important thing. You know, people, there's different fads that happen in nutrition. You know, one year eggs are bad and then, then they're good. And, you know, everyone's focused on protein or they're focusing on, it used to be carb loading in the 70s before you run a marathon. Or, but, but when I saw that chlorophyll has the identical structure to hemoglobin, it just clicked in my mind that that is the most important molecule in a person's body. And this, and when I started working with Dr. Young at the PH Miracle Center, I saw miracles from people adding green juice and green foods into the diet. Also because this, the PH diet is based on two scientific things. A lot of other diets are theory, like the blood type is a theory. It just didn't click with me so much. But when I look at your blood in the microscope, the blood doesn't lie. And when we look at, when we measure your urine pH, and then we see how people respond, it's such a dramatic response. So it's a simple thing you can do. I know I'm going to lose a lot of people right off the bat because they're like, I hate vegetables or I hate green stuff. And that's, you know, there's definitely many people out there like that. But chlorophyll is, is just the first thing that you need to do is have green juice one to three glasses a day, depending on how hard you're working and how depleted you are or how much you've eaten vegetables in your life. So I have people like, I was just laughing with my assistant. He's helping me film this because he's 20 and he pretty much never ate vegetables growing up. Maybe once a month, he said. And I, I bug everyone that works for me to drink green juice. So he tried it. So today I just asked him like, what did you notice from, from drinking the green juice? And he said, I don't feel dead, <laughs> which it's so funny because uh, some people that I see that eat no vegetables whatsoever, when I look at their face, especially Caucasian people, they don't look white. They look so pale. They look, I tease people like, you know, don't get mad at me, but like some people, you look like a walking corpse. Like if you don't eat vegetables, I really am worried about you. But even like the bottom line too, is that I'm, I kind of harass people to do these things, even though that no one likes green juice. You know, I don't like the taste of it, but the difference between healthy people and unhealthy are the healthy ones do things to get the result. They don't like it. I don't like the taste. I just like the result that I'm getting. So uh, three days, so all you need is three days and you will see a difference in the way you feel. What will happen is when you have green juice, you'll see a little rosy glow to the cheeks. Everyone that I can convince to try this, people in their life start asking them, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I, I think just from looking at the microscope, I saw that the, the, the biggest difference between healthy people and not are the amount of green vegetables they, they eat, not just vegetables. Initially, I start um, bugging people to eat more vegetables and then I come in for a follow-up and I'm like, okay, what are you eating for breakfast? Sweet potatoes. I'm like, that's not green. The green is the most important. But, uh, and then another issue that people say is like, okay, I'll do green juice, but I put it in the blender or they think, well, shouldn't I have the fiber with it? No, you want to do actually both. This is like my basic strategy in life is I want to have one to three green juice per day, one to two salads per day, four to six cups of green steamed vegetables a day. So two with my dinner and two with my lunch or snack. And then if people don't like to eat their vegetables, fine, then drink them. We do green smoothies and green soups. But it's a different way of thinking. I don't know many people that think, oh, do I need energy? How much green stuff have I been eating? But that's the first thing that I want people to think of because it's infallible. You will see a result. When we make green juice, what you want to do is get yourself a masticating juicer. I love the Omega juicers. And there's two kinds of juicers, a centrifugal and a masticating. The centrifugal, that they tend to get stuck when you're doing kale and things like that. But when you make green juice, you want it to be all green with no fruit in it, no carrots, beets, or apples. 
and the way I make it taste good is adding more cucumbers. So I'm going to give you way more detail. You can get it from my other posts and if you want to know exactly the formulas. I'm definitely teaching that to you because it's something everyone should be doing. I also believe that a big portion of your meals and food you should prepare yourself. I was eating at a juice bar. There's, there's tons of juice bars in L.A. There's just so many. It's really easy for us on the West Coast here. But I was eating at a juice bar for a year in La Jolla, and then it came out when the guy sold the juice bar that he was getting all the staff to lie, and it was not organic, which made me really upset because I started eating organic food when I was 16, and because I saw a study from Paris Kid at the UCSF, San Francisco, research he did that showed that organic broccoli and greens had 300% more calcium and 400% more magnesium. And that blew me away. That, that to me was like, there's just no disputing it. I'm going to eat organic. Like set aside the issue of whether or not you're getting pesticides in your food. Eating organic is going to give you more energy and more vitality. And even now, I'm focused more on eating at the farmer's markets and getting the food as fresh as possible. The really smart patients I work with actually grow their own food. And all this may sound hardcore to you, but it, it works. It really works. If you're tired, if you're on the couch, if you're running out of gas, at that point I see people, they usually will try anything. And this is the first place to start. So I always say, you don't have, don't do a big gulp. Don't do a big volumes at one time. That'll make you sick. People that are super acidic and have never eaten vitamins will actually throw up after having just one green juice. So start with eight ounces. You only need to eat eight to 10 ounces per serving. And I recommend per every six hours of work that you're doing. So if you work an eight hour day, one green juice is probably fine. If you've not eaten a lot of vegetables in life, you can do more, but six ounces for every, I mean, eight ounces for every six hours. So if you work a 12 hour day, you should have two. If you work an eight to 10 hour day, you should have three green juice. Um, and so the reason we're having the juice, we're separating it from the pulp is because it's absorbed so fast. So it's not an either or situation, smoothie or juice. It's a do both. You need the fiber from eating the salads and the vegetables, but you get the juice because it's a, like a tonic. It's working fast and it's highly absorbed and you should have it on an empty stomach. So this is my general dietary guidelines that is going to bring incredible rejuvenation in your body if you can get yourself to do it. Alrighty, so those of you that are still with me here, so the number two thing to do if you want to have energy is you've got to take adaptogen herbs. It's such an amazing tool and thing that you can do that's really easy. The thing that I use, I this is my adrenal tincture. It's you know, a lot of people may have tried herbs, they go to the health store and they try different things, but they're not taking a good quality product or a strong enough dose. So tinctures are the most powerful type way to take an herb. It's most potent. Also, because I do two droppers, like when I take it, that's a full dropper. That's about 30 drops. I do two of those three times a day. If you were going to take capsules, capsules, it might take 10 capsules of a product to equal one dropper. So there's no way somebody's going to take 60 capsules per day. So when you take it as a tincture, it's more potent and it works faster. So that's one of the reasons. There's about 13 different adaptogens that I use. The one, my favorite is rhodiola. I just, I just love that plant. I use ginseng, rhodiola, ashwagandha, holy basil. You can just go to your health food store near you and ask for an adrenal liquid tincture and take that every day. You'll notice a difference in your energy. But adaptogen herbs, plants have healing power. And so having a more plant-based diet and using plants as healing tools can help rejuvenate the body. If your adrenal glands are weak, like you've done a test and you see that they're low, this actually heals the adrenals. I also take them as a powder, an adaptogen powder, and I put it in a smoothie every day. And then I also make teas with them and I drink different tonics and we make them hot or cold depending on the time of year or the, what mood you're in. But really all, all day I'm usually flooding myself with some tonic or green juice or something to strengthen the body. And that's how you can have boundless, boundless energy. The other thing is it gives endurance. It's amazing to me that some people's career, like I treat some of the most successful people in the world and there's no, there's no rest. There's no pause. There's hardly any vacation time. There's just constant pressure when you're in the top of your field. So ideally we're supposed to have eight hours rest, eight hours to recreate and eight hours of work like a, a, in a 24 hour cycle. It's supposed to be balanced. But how many people do you know can really just stop the wheel of their life and just say, okay, I'm going to have more balance right now. 
it just doesn't happen for a lot of people. It's more of an issue of how can I keep up and not wreck myself? And so this is the way you do it by having herbs that strengthen the adrenal glands. And, and it also prevents burnout. You don't, you know, some people that, uh, that are, you know, when they've already crashed and burned, it's harder to get yourself back up there in energy. So by taking these, if I meet someone that's really on a busy cycle and a project or something that they're doing, we can actually, I feel like we can prevent the burnout. I've seen people that a lot of times when people are like working on a film, it might be one to three months and they're doing and a lot of times in Vancouver and they're in the rain and people will get sick and it's just the worst thing when one person gets sick and then everybody starts getting sick. So I really have been ecstatic that some of the artists that I work with have gone on tour or gone on a project and not gotten cold when everyone else around them is sick. So herbs really do work and they strengthen the body. So that's one, number two. Number three, everyone should be on vitamins and a well thought out strategic vitamin regime. This is kind of, I'm surprised how many people I ask are not taking even a multivitamin. And I'm really shocked because this is, this is a basic concept that we have to teach is that you cannot get what you need from food. It's just not possible. And especially with the way people eat. Most people are in service to their taste buds and eating things that's pleasurable, not what's necessarily healthy for them. So there are foods that are high in calories, but they're not high in nutrients. They're not nutrient dense. So our diets are not really where we need them to be. But also it's believed that the food supply and when you get food that's mass produced or packaged, the soil does not have the mineral content that it does. And depending on the farms that you get your food from. So when you buy your food from a local farm that's biodynamic and organic, you're going to have more nutrients in your food. But with the way, with how much people expect to output of energy, and I talk about the health bank account, it's like you're spending more than you make. What you're intaking nutrition, but what you're outputting is never adequate. What you're inputting is never adequate to the output that you want to, that you want to give on a daily basis to your life. So you're always running at a deficit. So vitamins really do help to make up for that. The one thing when someone needs energy fast right away, like they have a really demanding situation, I give a lot of vitamin injections. Whenever I can give an injection, I do because it works faster. When you take vitamins orally, you know, everyone knows you have to digest it, assimilate it, and it really varies depending on your digestion. This really came to light for me one day when I was researching CoQ10 because I started selling, giving CoQ10 injections. So I wanted to know what's the maximum dose because most people in America that I see are like, whatever I tell them to take, they take double. People from Europe and Middle East, they're kind of like, aren't you going to do a test first? But Americans, we love to double and triple everything. So I wanted to see what the toxicity was. And one study gave people 600 milligrams orally, and then they drew the blood and it was to see what level was there. And it was six milligrams. And I was like, that's what 1% absorption. Oh my gosh. So to me, I've seen a lot over these 10 years of practicing. I've seen people that a lot of holistic doctors start to get into um, nutrition and they just give people a bag of supplements. Like here, take these 10 supplements. People come in and I say, did you take them? And they're like, no, supplements never rock anyone's world. Why? Because when you look at financial bank account analogy, taking this vitamin is like putting $25 in your bank account. If you were broke, are you going to feel rich after that? No, it, you might get a meal out of it like lunch. But if you do it, it takes about two months of supplementing to really notice something. So a lot of people don't want to wait two months. But after two months of putting $25, you're taking your supplements. They should be three times a day. After two months, you might notice something. It's subtle. It's kind of a slow build. A vitamin injection works immediately. It bypasses the digestion and goes right into your bloodstream. So I give a lot of vitamin injections. I think also um, I'm treating people that have a way a much higher energy expenditure. So it varies, really it needs to be tailored per person. But one thing a lot of people know about B-shots and they're just like, it's thought to be popular. To me, I don't ever give just B12. I give all the B vitamins. But when you look at energy production in your cell, it's kind of like a windmill that makes energy inside of your cells. There's something called the Krebs cycle, which is a little engine running. When I look at all the vitamin cofactors, if you study this, actually B1, 2, and 3 are the most important 
cofactors that help churn that energy cycle in your cell. So everyone's focused on B12, but in, in the injections that I custom make, I put all the vitamins, one, two, three, five, six, and 12. So I have some people that were getting a B12 shot and they didn't really notice anything. And then they got some from me and, the, and they were, were like, wow, I noticed more from this. So I think that's one of the reasons. Also, I tend to dose them a little bit higher. Um, but the other thing is that I have people take them one to five times per week. So a pre-workout injection for someone who's working out daily many hours a day, their needs, they, they, the more stress you're under, the more B vitamins you burn up. So they're the most powerful tool if you're fatigued, if you're running low in energy and you need to have um, be, perform at a high level, is you can take vitamin injections much more often. I met a doctor and he said, yeah, I'm getting into that. I told my patients they can do it once a month. And I was like... What's that going to do? People actually can feel it wear off after a certain amount of days. So the shot lasts up to a week. So it, it really varies. I think, I believe it's safe because it's water soluble. The vitamins that are dangerous that can build up toxicity are the fat soluble ones that are A, D, E, and K, which we generally don't give in a shot. Those are taken orally and you really, it's rare to have an overdose, but there's really known cases, examples of people that have overdosed from B vitamins because your body takes what it needs and then you urinate out the rest. Some people will say, does that mean I'm not absorbing it? No, your body's smart. It takes it and uses it. But I see so many good benefits from people supplementing B vitamins. They have more energy, more stamina, better mental clarity, less colds and infections, and less cravings for sugar. A lot of people lose weight with vitamin injections because they're getting an adequate number of B vitamins and they're less likely to reach for carbohydrates and sugars. So I think, you know, wherever you live, you should go find a place that you can get B vitamins. But make sure with your B12 that it's methylcobalamin and not cyanocobalamin. Cyanocobalamin is really the inexpensive form, and it's not as absorbed, and it really doesn't have as much of an effect. So the next thing I want to talk about, if you're really exhausted, is glandular supplements. Now, vegetarians and vegans, you want to skip this step and do not send me hate mail. I treat everyone. I treat carnivores, vegans, and everybody in between. And I love everybody. So this is just, this does work amazing if you are able to take animal products. In the olden days, naturopaths, when a person was weak they or had a sick organ, they would send you to the butcher and have you get that organ and cut it up and you would eat it. I don't know. If, I've never done it, so I don't know how they would prepare it. I think once in school, we had a person that was anemic and they actually got liver and put it in the blender with some carrot juice and drank it and they got amazing results with it. I'm mostly, I've been vegetarian for 30 years, so it's not my thing, but... Um, basically, glandular supplements are crushed animal organs. But I have people that run out of all tools. I mean, they're so busy and so stressed and so exhausted that they've tried everything. And they'll try this because they're running out of, they're running out of options. But they come in capsule, tablets, and you can get individual glands of all different glands of the body. You can get adrenal glands, or you can buy a combination that's really good for generalized weakness. But my favorite company, you want to get a good company because you want to make sure that it's pure, is Biotics. They have a product called Cytozyme AD, which is their glandular. And I have people take two, three times a day with food. And they also I use their multi-glandular and I have people keep it refrigerated. So this is, it really does help. It takes maybe two to six weeks to notice a difference, but it will help rebuild the adrenal glands and strengthen the body. Okay. And one of my favorite tools is aromatherapy. And a lot of naturopaths, we're herbalists as well. We study herbs. And again, plants have healing power. And I use all parts of the plant. I use the plants as food, plants as teas, plants as tinctures, and plants as essential oils are amazing. To me, they're the most powerful way to use a plant because they work extremely fast. They rejuvenate the body. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't think of this concept of rejuvenation. No one comes in the office and says, I want to be rejuvenated or I want to be on a rejuvenation plan. People are coming because they have headaches or insomnia or fatigue. But the side effect when they start doing these tools that I've recommended, especially the green juice, is it's, I just see people, it's like, they, it's like they're sprouting from the inside out, just like grass grows, like plants grow upward toward the sun. There's this life force that starts bursting out of people's face when they start using plants. And aromatherapy works so fast 
I think it's more rejuvenative than other the other modalities and why it works so powerful is because it involves your brain chemistry. When you take a tincture, that's just your taste buds and it's going into your cells. When you inhale an essential oil, it changes your brain chemistry and it gives you more increased brain power. I saw this when I was studying for boards. When we had to study for board exams, it was so stressful because halfway through school, you know, in medical school, if you take boards halfway through and if you don't pass, you can't finish school. And if you don't pass when you graduate, you can't get a job or can't work. So the pressure was intense and we would have to study eight hours a day and then in class and then study four more hours at night. And a lot of people, you can take caffeine and your body can keep going, but your mind is just it just, just stops. It's just you just get that brain fog and you don't you're not able to think clearly. Essential oils give you that extra brain power. I just keep rose uh, rosemary next to my desk. That's one of my favorite and inhale that as I'm working when I need to write, when I need to think, you know, clearly. You can get I feel like you get extra two to three hours of work done. And it's really, really powerful. They're also very purifying to the body. There's three real reasons why people get tired. They have depletion. They're deficient in some nutrients. They have a lack of oxygenation and they have a lack of circulation. So stagnation is something that we really look at in the body. Uh, if a person is sedentary, their lymphatic system and their bowels, all the organs of elimination are usually congested and not moving fast enough. And as people age, it's an issue. Their metabolism slows down because they don't move as much. So Purifying the body, opening the channels of elimination, the organs of elimination are a very important tool in naturopathy and something that you want to learn how to do that can give you more energy. So I have people do aromatherapy bath, massage, especially if you can't exercise. If a person's sick and they're bedridden, getting a massage and bathing in essential oils can get that circulation going when you can't get going. Um, also... In, in aromatherapy, just like we had in the tinctures, we can take adaptogen essential, oil, essential oils and nervine essential oils. So in the morning, I'll have people bathe in rosemary or in a diffuse rosemary, eucalyptus, or trees are really good for that. And then at night, I have them diffuse lavender and use uh, chamomile and melissa, those calming ones, to calm themselves down at night. So it's one of my favorite tools. Just having them as a diffuser also really helps too. So the next tool are body treatments. So as a naturopath, a lot of us are, we're doing assessment tools, we're prescribing diets and supplements and herbs, but we always want to do body treatments for the body. Um, and this is, my, this is my most favorite, favorite tool because it stimulates the vital force. Again, this is a concept that I want people to think about is how can I stimulate my vital force? So hydrotherapy is the most powerful way to do that. It's amazing. My favorite is cold immersion and you know an ice bath, but I prefer to do it in an ocean or a lake because you're going to get the energy and the power from nature. <clears throat> Spending time in nature energizes the body but when you do cold immersion it's it's just so it strengthens your will and the first time I did it was really really hard I, I actually was in a gym that had an ice bath or ice like um tub next to the hot tub so I went in there and the first time you go in you're like <laughs> you think you're gonna die and you start panting and then you realize okay the only way I'm gonna learn how to do this is to control my mind and to do breath special breathing so I do breathing where I can just descend into the water and I don't flinch but when I when I started doing this I had back pain from sitting I was so active before medical school as an athlete and then sitting for eight hours it drove all of us athletic people nuts and I had lower back pain from sitting and after you go into that water and I got out, I felt this amazing rush of energy through my spine and all pain and inflammation left my body. And I've learned so much about it since then because I treat a lot of professional athletes and they do cryotherapy and ice baths and, and very commonly and even ice compression you know, packs to the body. But the reason it works is when you get into the cold, you have vasoconstriction the blood vessels constrict and tighten and then when you get out they open up and there's this rush of blood so it increases circulation increasing circulation increases your energy but also there's this mental component where it strengthens your will it's the best treatment for depression if you have someone that's burned out or depressed you you cannot be depressed when you get into cold water it just it sends all alert to your brain and you have to have strength of will in order to even do this practice people some people are so lethargic and depressed they won't even do it <laughs> so but 
those people that that try it feel amazing benefit from it but you can do it in your bathtub and um i like alternating hot and cold it's really powerful you always want to start with hot and you do eight minutes hot and one to two minutes of cold four to five times so if you have if some people will do shower alternating hot and cold but when you're immersed in that water it's the most potent and then uh, there's many types of body treatments we do in naturopathic medicine, but these are just two that I'm focusing on. We do, um, I do lymphatic massage and, and different types of polarity therapy and energy work to the body. But things you can do at home, you can easily do hydrotherapy at home. You just put ice, bags of ice in your bathtub and just get in there. And one to two minutes, you can do the alternate. If your shower is separate from your tub, you can get in the hot shower, wait till you're hot, go in the tub, two minutes go back and forth some people some people get into it they get geeked out on it and they i did it once and i stayed in there for 10 15 minutes i don't i was taught you don't really need to be in there that long one to two minutes alternating is really potent but oxidative therapies because when you're fatigued there's a lack of oxygen in the body um i highly recommend hyperbaric oxygen therapy i use ozone therapy in different forms and we have people just breathe oxygen I believe that there's just a lower level of oxygen on the planet because of the pollution that we have. So my great grandma, she had probably had breathed more oxygen in the air than we have now. And I think that's another reason why a lot of people are tired. It's not just our schedules. But I've seen miraculous results with these therapies. Hyperbaric oxygen is in hospitals. It's used for infections and different conditions. And they don't allow... Um, people who are not in the hospital to go but there are centers now for um outpatients or people just lay people to go in and get therapy and it's an hour to an hour and a half of time i pers i've done a lot of work for post-surgery recovery in the past couple years for different types of surgery dentists plastic surgeons and um, uh, different orthopedic surgeons i helped design the recovery program to help them speed up their recovery and a lot of athletes know this they use hyperbaric oxygen every day post-surgery but a lot of people i'm surprised it's not really are aware of it um, i have a place near me it's a hundred dollars a session if anything's wrong with me i just go in there every day for an hour until it's cleared up it's amazing um, it's anti-inflammatory and it's, I feel my brain is clearer. You can also get a home unit that's a, that's like a zip thing that you can zip up. I know artists that take it on tour. They, some people sleep all night in them. I don't, couldn't do that, but there are home units. They are not as powerful. They'll never get to quite as the deepest pressure of the hyperbaric oxygen. So, but they're still valuable for people, some people. Ozone, I use this in different forms, uh, steaming and saunas, but we also do it intravenously. It's, it's, um, it's much more common in other countries in the U.S. It's not as prevalent here. It's considered controversial. But I've seen people that were bedridden. We give them IV ozone. There's like a rosy color to their cheeks and they're out hiking Runyon Canyon right after. And it's just miraculous results. And then with oxygen therapy, there's a, a couple different ways I use that. Sometimes we just breathe oxygen through a cannula for one hour a day. And then there's also contrast therapy we do when you're on the bike. We, we put, put a mask on people. We have them ride a bicycle and then we alternate uh, cutting off the oxygen and then turning it on and it simulates um, altitude training like when runners will will do that so we can get build up the oxygen capacity of the body okay i just uh, another tool we talked about vitamins orally injection i have this kind of as a whole category because it's so powerful and it's so potent I've done a lot of IV vitamins. I never kind of envisioned that starting off in naturopathy that it would be such a big part of my practice. I, I like cleansing people and teaching them about diet and counseling them and helping them change their lifestyle. But I ended up being like, some people call me the IV drip queen in LA. I've done over 10,000 IVs myself personally. I don't work with a nurse. I don't like to have anybody with me and the high profile nature of a lot of my clients. They don't want any other person around them. So I do a lot of IV vitamins. It's just immediate absorption, just like the vitamin injection. Um, I would say taking a supplements like putting $25 in your bank account, doing a vitamin shot in your, in your butt or in your muscle is like 1000 Taking an IV is like putting $10,000 in your health bank account. You'll feel it immediately. It does so many things. Um, one, it's just replenishing. If people, if, if what you've been expending in energy and your intake of nutrients is not matching it and you've been depleted for a long time, it's the fastest way to replenish the body of nutrients. It also treats dehydration. Dehydration is such an important part of having energy. Uh, athletes know this, so you can die of a heart attack if you don't, if you get hydrated and you dehydrated and you don't have enough 
the right electrolytes in your body. So it's very important. Um, it also detoxifies the body, which we all need. But a lot of people come in and say, oh my God, I need help with my liver. I've been drinking or I've been on a bender or I've been eating junk food. And it clogs, we know that it clogs our organs of elimination. So you can actually, you can't, it's hard to cl uh, cleanse your liver with a, a vitamin supplement. It can be done with, by taking liver herbs, but it takes months and months. When we use IV vitamins, we can see, I can see changes in a person's liver enzymes within two weeks of getting therapy. Um, so it's one of my favorite tools. I, there's over, there's about six different IVs I give and 14 different nutrients we give. A lot of people from um, Europe and the Middle East that a lot of doctors reach out and want to learn IV vitamins and they're giving just vitamin C or they're just taught to give vitamin C and I'm just mortified by that because you're supposed to buffer vitamin C. It's an acid and we put magnesium, calcium, zinc, selenium, B1, 2, 3, 5, 6, and 12. We put a whole bag of vitamins in there. So I'm going to be uh, teaching online doctors. I want you to sign up below and get on my doctor training. So we're going to do it um, every week. We're going to share cases with you and how to do it properly. There's a big difference in quality when places that you go for the vitamins. Most people don't know how to adjust the pH of the solution or the osmolarity. Any condition where you're not feeling good, you're going to be usually dehydrated and acidic. And the person giving the IVs don't understand that if you give vitamin C and you put it in saline, you're dehydrating someone and you're giving them a highly acidic solution. So I want to start uh, sharing this information with people so that they can give more effective protocols. So there's a big difference in quality. I would definitely you got to go to a qualified practitioner and I would and be careful with that because there is risks. It's very invasive and it does get expensive. So I'm mentioning it, but um, I want to focus on the things you can do at home that are not as expensive. So, so I'm going to focus on, like I said, the things you can do at home. So this one, maximize your parasympathetic state. What does that mean? Well, most people that are under stress, I would say one out of 10 says, oh yeah, when I'm done, even though I've worked a long day, I hit the pillow and I'm out and I sleep great. They're the lucky ones. And I would say they're the minority. Most people, and I know me, when I work a crazy long day, when I lay down, I don't just go to sleep. I'm sitting there and I have to process my whole day. And I think about this, I'm processing the day before and I'm thinking about the day ahead and I don't sleep right away. Or, you know, there's lots of issues to sleep. People may fall asleep and then they wake up. So if you're only going to be able to lay down for a certain number of hours, like if you have to work long hours and you only get five hours to lay down, you better make sure that that time is efficient, that your sleep is effective. I love sleep apps because they track it. It's, you have an app on your phone. It doesn't even have to touch your body, and it measures you know, how much you're up if you had deep REM sleep. And we want to make that sleep effective because, I mean, that's the first step. Most people that are tired don't wake up rested. So we, you need to rest, but you need to get the most out of the time that you're laying down. So my goal is to deepen your sleep. The first thing I do to do that is have you take Nervine herbs at bedtime. So just like I have, um, this is my uh, adrenal tincture, I have a Nervine one, which Nervine herbs mean nerve calming. They calm the nervous system down. They help you wind down at night. And a lot of people I see say, oh yeah, I've gone to like Whole Foods or the Whole Foods store and I tried all their sleep products and they didn't work. Well, you weren't taking a good enough product at a strong enough dose. And so that's, so I use um, lavender, California poppy. My favorite is Melissa. I just, it's, it's just the best Nervine ever. Melissa, there's a whole list of them, but you want to take a liquid and you want to take like 60 drops. That'll be more effective. So that's, um, w the first thing is biochemically, we want to try to calm the nervous system down. I often use pulse magnetic fields. PMF stands for pulse magnetic fields. It's a really powerful tool when you've exhausted all the things that you could take orally. A lot of people, I have a whole sleep DVD if you want to learn more about the products you can take, melatonin, all these things. But some people have exhausted all that and they still can't sleep. This just changes your magnetic field. I don't even know how to explain it. I just know it works. I had insomnia really bad at times and pulse magnetic field, pulse magnetic field was the only thing that helped me to sleep. For I could only sleep two hours at a time or maximum. It helped me to sleep four or five hours. Uh, it was a, a mat that you lay on. There's different types. I like to send people to a center that has a thing called the magnosphere. We can flash a picture of that, but it's just this 
this big thing and you just lay on this uh, zero gravity recliner for one hour. And after I go on that, I feel like I've just been meditating for a week. I just feel so calm. It's used to treat stress, addiction, anxiety. It's, it's really helpful when you can't yourself get your mind to shut off. And like I said, there are ones that you can take and do at home. So that's something you explore. But the other things that this doesn't cost a lot of money. This is maybe more challenging for you to find. But I love sound healing. I experiment with different um, tones and just putting on headphones and listening to different CDs at night calming music. I've created a few. I was a musician and I utilize, I love using crystal, crystal singing bowls. Some of my patients make fun of me, especially my athletes are like laughing at me for that, but they actually work. They change your brain chemistry. They change your vibration. They calm your quiet, your brain down. So that's, there's a whole bunch that you can just, you can find them on Amazon. You can research online all the different, some of them are called binaural beats, but sound healing is, you can find inexpensive music tracks that you can listen to at night that can help you to fall asleep. And another thing we do is grounding. It's so simple, but when I started my training, I was trained by Native Americans, and I worked with a lot of medicine women, medicine men, and they said our biggest wound as, as human beings, as, as our, our biggest problem is our disconnection from nature, and that people are not connected to the earth. And so the first thing we would do is just lay them on the earth and play music, sing music, sing to them, or just have them lay there and let their body... There's something magical that happens when you start... Um, aligning with the electromagnetics of the earth. You can feel it. I just lay a towel and lay down there 15 minutes a day sometimes, and I just feel everything balancing out. There's also grounding um, blankets that people put on their bed, and some of them plug into the light socket, or some actually run a cord and plug it into the earth. But there's, it's called earthing, and you can look that up online. But sometimes that really helps people. It's just kind of like we get very much in our head during the day, we get out of balance, and this brings you back into balance. So you should check that out. And my next one, we got a lot of tools for you. Um, if you want to have energy, you have to optimize your digestion. So when I'm working with someone, that's absolutely got to be on my list. Because your digestive tract, we call it the root system of your body. Your ability to take nutrients, extract vitamins and energy from it as fuel is everything for your health. So I would say just like there's a minority of people that sleep well, with digestion, I would say one out of 10 people I see actually digest well. They go, oh, yeah, you know, I have no problem. I go regularly and they're one of those people that can eat anything and they, they just digest it well. The rest of us have a challenge and we need to work on it. But part of that other challenge is when I said maximize your parasympathetic state, I forgot to explain that, you know, there's two sides to your nervous system, your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic. Sympathetic is your fight or flight. It's go, go, go. Your parasympathetic is your rest and digest. So digestion is an activity that's supposed to happen in a relaxed state. We call it um, sleep and food hygiene, like your habits. Like, you you know, I, I, I developed bad habits. I would feel so stressed. I would eat my meal in front of the computer reading my emails. Very bad habit. And looking at your phone. So good eating hygiene is you have no electronics. You are calm. You're present when you eat. There's no other activities going on and you're relaxed. When you're in a relaxed state, you digest your food. So the problem with a lot of people that are in sympathetic overdrive, that have to work long hours, and then they're very stressed, is they, that's the reason why they don't digest, because they're not calm and the body's in a tense state. So the first thing we want to do is increase your absorption from the foods that you do eat and the vitamins that you do take. The way I do that first is usually through enzymes. A healthy person shouldn't really need enzymes, but uh, people see such benefit from it and such improvement with it that I use it a lot. And also part of one of the reasons when people eat fast, people eat fast and they're stressed and they don't chew their food. So whatever you swallow is supposed to be liquid. And most people are like, they don't even think about that. It's really hard to liquefy a piece of steak. And so whatever you chew, you're supposed to, you know, people say, oh, you're supposed to chew 50 times. Well, no one does that. But it's really true. When you, when you eat fast, that food is in chunks. It just goes through your digestive tract slower, more problematic, and causes gas, and you don't extract as much nutrients from it. I have a friend, we can sit down, and he'll eat a carne asada burrito in five minutes. I'm like, oh my God, did you even chew that? You know, I don't think I do 50 times, but when I'm really under stress, and I know I'm not going to be able to sit down for 10 hours or something crazy like that, I puree the food. 
And I've done this a lot for athletes too. They tell me they get home from a game and they have to go to bed and they're hungry. But if they have a big meal, then they can't sleep all night. Then they don't rest. Then they don't recover. It's a real problem. So I do a lot of pureed soups. That's my favorite thing is to make like a broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, like a pureed soup. We put almond milk in there. Smoothies, protein smoothies. When you can't, if I don't have time to sit and chew a salad, there's nothing worse than eating something too fast and then having a stomachache for hours. So we puree a lot of foods. We You can use herbs and spices. We learn how to make it taste good. So you can do that. It's a really good option. Um, I'm fanatical not to eat any cooked oils. You know, sauteing your food, you know, there's the obvious cooked oils, which are French fries, greasy things like that, Doritos, chips, things that are really fried in oil. But then there's the less obvious sources of cooked oils, which are roasted nuts and sauteing your veggies. A lot of people I meet think they're eating healthy because they're sauteing their vegetables in coconut oil. That oil, any oil, whether it's olive oil or, or coconut oil, when it's heated, it's just not nutritious. It clogs the, the pores, it clogs the organs of elimination. It's just toxic to the body. So I'm really, really fanatical about um, eating salads. You don't have to eat your veggies raw. You can steam them. I steam them and I put raw olive oil on them or raw oils and I make raw sauces. So that is very healing to the body and it's very, you'll see a huge change in your skin. Your skin will just look more radiant. And then I use a lot of probiotics. They help the digestion. They help prevent uh, candida overgrowth, which is a problem for a lot of people because they're addicted to sugar. And they help the immune system. They help prevent you from getting sick. So this should be, this is a lot of information, but like I said, I want you to have more tools than those three things. And if you have bad digestion, you have to start thinking differently. If I don't digest well, I'm not gonna absorb well, I'm not gonna have energy. Now this one, this is free, this is helpful, is that when you're tired, most people that are tired are not spending time in nature. I meet people, they get up, they take a shower, they're in a car, they go to an office, they're there for eight, nine, 10 hours, they come home, they're in front of the TV. They don't spend any time outdoors. Just examine that, how many hours are you spending outside? I grew up in western New York and Buffalo, New York, so we biked and we did sports and we were outside a lot. Even in the winter, we loved to play in the snow as kids. But until I went to naturopathic school where we really drilled into us this idea of the vital force and the healing power of nature, how nature heals you and how important it is to spend time in nature, I started camping, going hiking on herb walks, and I realized how, how therapeutic it was. If something's bothering me, I go to the ocean, I sit there, and just the fresh air and the ions, there's just something magical about being in nature that it helps us to heal and it helps us to be renewed, to get energy. So consciously, there's, you know, when you go outside, we call it prana, or we, it's, it's a concept out there, it's an, it means energy like a life force energy. When you go outside, you can actually absorb that. Now I tell people, so I tell people, you know, in my assessment is, are you spending any time outdoors? And if not, 20 minutes outside per day. And you can walk or you just sit there, just be outside. Um, but there's also, to con there's a way to consciously absorb and actually store the energy in your body. And when I first heard about this, uh, I met someone who practiced Qigong, as a Qigong master, and I got, I got intrigued by this because their, their goal is, I met uh, Qigong masters, I studied Chinese medicine, and I always was fascinated with my martial arts, I tried studying karate, and I always was, I always wanted to be a master over myself, I always wanted to be a master in my body, and to be powerful and strong, and to have energy at will, I'm really fascinated with that, so when they told me, wow, you can actually draw the energy in from nature and store it in your in your navel. I was like, oh, how do you do that? So I just got a videotape on it. It's called Wu Ji Ji Gong. It's a really amazing video. It's a 20 minute practice and I do it outside and I try to do it every day. You can do it inside, but when you do it outside, it's, it's the most amazing thing to get energized. The Chinese master who brought it to the US, in the video he tells a story how they did it because in China they were being starved. They were in a communist situation and they were not being fed. The food was being rationed. The food was being rationed so people were dying of starvation and the ones who did Qigong were extending their life. I mean, when he said that, I thought that is pretty deep. Like, think about that. Like, you don't have enough food, so I guess I'm going to draw energy from a tree, from the air, from the atmosphere. You're extending your life. So when you, when you are really, like I said, 
fatigued and at your wits end and those of you that are really um, having burnout and fatigued this is an amazing to me it's an amazing practice and it's free and it's simple it's just 20 minutes outside there's hundreds there's there's so many different types of qigong you can take a class you can get a video online and just start doing it so simple but whatever it is get outside and spend some time outside because it will help you have more energy and the last thing I think this is the last thing is that I'm really fanatical about anyone who works with me uh, really consistently and at any level is that I'm fanatical about insisting you remove all stimulants from your diet and I know this is not a popular notion but I recommend you have zero coffee zero black tea zero green tea zero energy drinks and no pre-workout supplements with caffeine in them I just never understood this athletes that have to have caffeine before they train to me having having caffeine before you train would be like a pilot that's going to fly you somewhere that doesn't do the checks on the controls I mean think about that so when I fly a plane I don't know what it looks like in the cockpit but I'm sure that the, the, the pilot's there and he's like you know check the gas check the air check the oxygen check the doors you know he's checking things to make sure he's going to take off and it's safe so as an athlete in the morning when you wake up and you're about to go train your brain is assessing and scanning your body, shouldn't it be? You should be going, okay, am I hydrated? Wow, I better drink more then before I head out or else I could pull a muscle. Am I tight? Is there anywhere where I'm extra tight? Then I better warm up, stretch there a little more. I need to work on the hamstrings or my lower back. I'm checking to see, oh, am I, do I have inflammation anywhere? Am I extra sore somewhere? Do I have to be careful and not train this much today? You're constantly, as an athlete, adjusting your body and your training based on what your brain's perceiving is going on. So when you load yourself up with a bunch of caffeine and energy drinks, you're bypassing that communication of your autonomic nervous system to your brain. And to me, it's dangerous. It's unnecessary and it's dangerous. To me, if you want to have true mastery over yourself, you want to have control over yourself, you want to know what your true energy is. It's just like, like I said, like building health is like building, building health is like building wealth. So if you had that financial advisor and he's setting up your retirement plan and he's teaching you how to build wealth, if you said to him, well, you know, my, I like to shop and I want to have this car or whatever, and you go out and you have a credit card at 20% interest and you buy whatever you want, is that the behavior that's going to give you wealth? It's, he's like, no, you can't, you, you're never going to build wealth if you keep spending energy that you don't have. So to take an energy drink is like, yeah, you can get a quick spike in energy, but you're going to pay for it. And the interest is injury, inflammation, addiction, and energy crashes, and mood swings. So to me, it's not worth it. And like I said, I'm not, this is going to be not a popular slide or a notion that many people will reject, but I don't care because I'm, I like to work with the elite, the elite of the elite, the best of the best. And the athletes and entertainers I see that are addicts, their career suffers. They do not have the longevity and the, the prolonged success that athletes have that are healthy that don't abuse their body with these supplements i think we're too liberal with them and the people they're too comfortable with them they're too liberal with them and they don't realize the harm that it's doing to themselves so i i recommend that you i have people do a trial of getting off them for a period to see what's going on to really assess where your energy truly is at and you may be tired initially, but if you do all these other strategies, like if I feel like you can easily replace these, it just feels so good to have, when you have a green juice, take, you take a green juice, you have a B shot and you breathe some essential oils, you take a bath in rosemary, you are so energized and you feel amazing. So I'm not saying take these away and just drop off and be fatigued. You can do all these other things to replace that and have true mastery over yourself. So I want to, to stimulate your thinking, to give you some new ideas, and I hope this has done that. I hope you give some of these strategies a try, and I would like you to stay in touch. And I really, if you like any of this information, what I'm going to do is take each one of these 12 steps, and I'm going to break them down even more, and I'm going to send these out as an email for you in a video. And also, like I said, if you want to listen to this in an MP, uh, we're going to have an MP3 that you can listen to it, or a PDF if you want to read it. But I really, really want to share this information with you because I want you to have more energy and have it in a healthy way.
So if you like this training also, I invite you to sign up for my membership site. I'm going deep dive into these topics. Every Saturday, I'm broadcasting from 1 to 6 p.m. 1 to 3 is on nutrition, 3 to 5 is on aromatherapy, and 5 to 6 is on mind-body medicine, the spiritual and mental and emotional aspects of health. So every Saturday, and then Wednesday is going to be a doctor's hour where I'm training the doctors and then and then after that another aromatherapy class because I love it so much so I want you to think about these things deep and hard I want you to do your best wherever you're at right now if you're sick and you're trying to get healthy if you're healthy and you just want to be in the best shape ever these tools will help you to have that vibrant health and they will make a difference so give, let me know any questions you have because I'll just I'll share more and answer those questions on my other broadcasts but I'm really happy to to um, be with you and I want you to get the benefit that you can get from this so thanks so much for listening and watching and stay in touch